Consciousness and Understanding Channelings from Clyde Trepanier Volume 2 Continued Sessions from 1960, November through December Thursday, November 10th, 1960 Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel of Arcturus. Once more it is my pleasure to speak with you, and once more I should like to state that we are still within your system, fulfilling our mission that has been assigned to us. And we shall continue until we have completed our work. We are attempting in every way to bring aid to all of you in your search for understanding, for truth. Each man and each woman, as you well know, have within them a spark of something that urges them on in their search for understanding. What, my friends, does this spark of energy within you consist of? From whence does it come? Call it what you may, for words are but symbols. Some of you call it the God within you. Others will call it the Christ within them. And still others may use terms of a different nature, but call it what you may. It is that part of you which joins you to the universal mind, the universal power or powers. This is your pipeline, so to speak, to all truth. This, beloved ones, is why we urge you to spend your efforts in awakening within you the function of this connection. Earthman has so many potentialities within him that lie dormant. He must awaken to the realization of the powers, talents, and capabilities that lie within him. These truths are yours to use, to bring into your being the love, the understanding, and the truth that will raise you to mastership. These are your rights, your privileges. Make your decision, beloved friends, and when you have made it, let nothing stand in your way in your development. For you can be what you will to be. You have only to awaken within yourself the desire and follow it with action. It is not as difficult as it might seem. It requires only determination and effort. We shall aid in every way possible when you are making the effort. Let not the illusionary visions that surround you cause you to deviate from your path, but rather come up out of this dream world in which you now exist. Come forth into the reality or what you really are, and you are really not at all what you see. Your real self is a much greater being, a much wiser being than you now visualize yourself as being. Take advantage of all the aids that come your way, and there shall be a number of them, as there has been in the past. 
as one of your great teachers said to you long ago, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let fear enter therein. For you have nothing to fear when you follow the path. My love and my blessings I leave with you, and I extend to you the love and the understanding of my people. I am Oxel. Monday, November 21st, 1960. Good evening to you, my friends. I am Yom. Once more, it is my pleasure to come among you and speak with you. Another who bears great light stands among you tonight and is pouring forth his blessings and his love upon you. For this, you should feel very grateful and very humble. I am honored to be in his presence and to have been chosen to speak to you upon this occasion. To answer the question that arose among you a few moments before you entered your silence, concerning those who will not pass with this planet into the new age. These, my friends, will return to a location that is equivalent to their present state of consciousness. For, my friends, as you have been told many times, all is consciousness, and you are and will be exactly that which your consciousness can create for you. And this, my friends, is what we emphasize so greatly, the importance of increasing your consciousness to encompass more and more of His universal truth. Great things lie before you. They are now ready for you to receive, to accept. That is entirely a matter of how rapidly you can increase your consciousness to encompass these things. Do I make myself understood? Do you see what I am driving at? So much lies in waiting for you, my beloved friends, if only you can accept it into your consciousness. And, of course, this is what we are all trying to do, regardless of our present state of consciousness. I have met beings that are in a state of consciousness that I, as yet, cannot conceive of, and yet I understand that the same thing exists with them. So it appears, my friends, that we are living in a… I hardly know how to express this in your language, but it appears we are living in a universe of ever-expanding consciousness, and it is up to us as to how fast we shall expand our consciousness. I know in my own experience, I have experienced things that are, or rather that seemed at the time, beyond all comprehension, because at the time my consciousness was just beginning to include these things. But as I expanded this consciousness, these things became commonplace. And so, we move on continually to know even greater truths, always expanding, 
taking in more and more of this great creation and what it consists of. So my friends, try to ever expand this consciousness to include more and more of his creation. Insist that it include health, prosperity, happiness, and all of the things that are good and pure in the sight of your Creator. Include in this consciousness an attitude of gratitude to your Creator, an attitude of humbleness or humility, and yet one of greatness, for you are great. You are a great being capable of accomplishing great things. You are a being unlimited in your powers and your abilities. You have only to realize these things and to bring them into being. It is not enough, my friends, to believe or to have faith. You must know from the very core of your being. You must reach a state of knowing these things and accepting them. Earthman has a great lack in his ability to accept. He refuses to accept that which his Creator offers him, who asks nothing in return except to know. So my friends, reach the state of knowing. Know that you are a pure spiritual being, endowed with all the powers of your Creator. You have only to expand your consciousness to include these things. I hope, my friends, that I have been of some help to you. It has been my pleasure again to speak with you. Do you think I have improved on my English language? Group. Very much so. Yom. I have been working on this considerably. I find it somewhat easier now to speak to you. Well, thank you, my friends. I believe that you think I have improved. It has been my pleasure to speak with you again, and to be with you, and to be accepted into this household. As I leave, I leave you my greatest love and my blessings, and my thanks for your courtesy in listening to me. Peace be with each of thee, my friends. Peace. Peace. Saturday, November 26th, 1980. Peace be with thee, my friends. As you travel the corridors of time, you encounter experience upon experience. Each of these, if you are at least somewhat aware, adds to your truth, your knowledge, and your wisdom. Man in this level of consciousness that exists upon planet Earth has drawn upon himself a veil that places in the background most of his knowledge and truth. Soon, Earth Man is to have this veil lifted, and he shall find himself emerging into a new state of consciousness. He shall behold many things that now do not exist in his consciousness. 
Some of you have awareness of these things, but you do not have full consciousness of them. As this veil is lifted, you shall find great truths being revealed to you, and you will understand many things which now are but a mystery to you. Many earth people will experience these things and shall not understand. It will only confuse their minds, for these people are not ready yet to know the higher truths. They will not be able to accept the truth they behold, and therefore, of their own volition, they will return to an environment suitable to their consciousness. Beloved friends, spend every effort that you can in these days to prepare yourselves for what is to come, so that you will be ready to move with your planet into the new age, where man shall live his truth where man shall not talk of his love for his fellow man, but he shall express it. These times are much nearer than you think or realize. The days of retribution have been shortened, not because Earthman has repented, but because your Creator is just and merciful. If Earthman could see and know, he would be greatly humbled, I believe. But those who are responsible for this do not require gratitude. These things they do out of the graciousness of their hearts, out of their love for mankind. Let thine eyes be open, that you might see, and let your ears be open, that you might hear. The day of justice is at hand, beloved friends. Know this. Therefore, let your hearts be opened that you might receive the great light that is poured out to you in these times. Receive it and rejoice in it and be grateful. I know that in your minds you are wondering who I might be. So I will say this. I am very close to one of you here. My love for all of you is great. I am sure that my son here is recognizing my vibrations. I will say this to him. Many times I have been at your side in the hour of need. I have helped you over many rough paths, and more than once you thought your work was finished here, but you found it was not so for, as yet, you have not fulfilled your mission, and you will not leave this plane of existence until this is accomplished, I assure you. Great energies have been concentrated here tonight by some of the great masters. These energies should be of great benefit to you, both morally and spiritually. Take them into your being and reap their benefits. May the love, peace, and understanding of the Great Ones rest in the hearts of each of thee this night. Bless you, dear friends. Peace be with you. I go. Monday, November 28th, 1960. 
Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel of Arcturus. If you, my friends, could observe your planet from our vantage point for a time, I am sure that each of you would be amazed beyond your greatest imagination. The turmoil and the unrest is increasing day by day. It is amazing how little is known by your masses of what goes on behind the scenes. You are given exactly what those in control want you to know. And this is not only true in a few nations upon your planet, but it is prevalent all across the surface, in all nations. The confusion that exists among Earth people is great. Yet, we see an awakening occurring throughout your planet. More and more people are beginning to reason for themselves, are beginning to wonder why things are as they are. They are awakening to a need for something greater. They are awakening to the fact that life is not what it should be. Therefore, you have turmoil, chaos, and this shall increase as we observe it, and it may reach great heights of chaos among Earth people unless enough people awaken to the real truth. It is sad that conditions of this nature should exist among any people, but only things of this nature can result where greed, lust, and hate exist, and unless these things are brought to a minimum and controlled, a great amount of suffering shall result. The world leaders at this time are greatly perplexed. They have great decisions resting upon their shoulders, and they fear the results of their decisions. In the past, it has been the belief of the dominant powers upon this earth that wars and strife were a necessity to control the world economy and world population. But now they find themselves in possession of powers, of energies that they fear they cannot control once they are loosed. They are pondering today ways and means of expediting controlled wars. Yet a fear lurks within their hearts that this control might possibly get out of their hands and they know full well the results that will follow once the energies that they have are released in any quantity. So you see, my friends, how things stand today upon planet Earth. Some of the strong minds who have insisted that these periods of chaos are a necessity are now weakened somewhat through fear of their own destruction Yet, that great desire that burns within them to control mankind, to gain power through wealth, this desire still burns strongly within them, and thus the conflict goes on. The destiny of Earthman to a point lies in his decisions, decisions that he will make in the near future. So, beloved friends, each of you can do your part in easing this situation that lies before Earthman, and I need not go into this, 
For I know that each of you know and realize the individual responsibility of each of you and what you can do. For peace must always start with the individual person. I extend to each of you my peace, my love, and my blessings. And to each of you I extend the love and understanding of my people. I am Oxel. Monday, December 12, 1960 I greet you, my beloved friends, in the love and light of the Infinite Creator. I am Hatan. It has been, as you know, quite some time since I have spoken with you. We are attuned to your location tonight with our Iconoscan. I note quite some change since we last looked in upon you, but I am happy to again be able to speak with you. We are, at this time, keeping close vigilance of planet Earth, for great tension seems to be again building up among your peoples. We sincerely hope that this will not result in extreme violence. We of the Confederation are again attempting to exert influence in the places where it will be most effective in bringing about more harmony. But it is not easy to influence some of the forces or minds upon planet Earth who have been for several incarnations greatly under the influence of the forces of darkness. The forces of darkness have gained through the past centuries more power over the people of Earth now, this power must be broken, and these forces are attempting desperately to hold what they have gained. Several times within a short period of years, we have been able, through our powers, to avoid certain situations that were being attempted to be brought about by these influences from darkness. Gradually, very gradually, they have been losing their power over planet Earth. And as planet Earth moves deeper and deeper into its newer dimension in space, these forces shall find it more and more difficult to make their influences felt. Yet it appears that planet Earth must experience a certain amount of chaos as it passes from the old to the new. We shall do everything in our power to ease this situation for you. Yet, you have certain debts or responsibilities that must be paid. Very few of your people have any realization of their responsibilities to your planet in these times. They have little realization of how to bring themselves out of the dilemma in which they find themselves. They do not realize that these things are only a result of the past actions and thinking of their own race. If your people could but be made to realize the necessity of raising their consciousness, of becoming aware of their responsibilities to their Creator and to their fellow man, if they could but be made to realize the importance of these things and would then act upon them, 
how much different would be the transition? Why do people choose a path that is so difficult when they could so much more easily take the path that is so much more apparent and is so much easier and so much more beautiful? More and more of our people are coming among you to serve, to attempt to prepare your people for what they are facing. These people are doing this with great sacrifice to themselves, yet asking for nothing in return. They ask only that you learn to love and to understand, and that you attain a consciousness of brotherhood. These people are serving among you, much closer to you than you think or realize. If the people of Earth could know the help that has been given them and is being given them, I am sure they would be greatly amazed. In fact, beloved friends, it is only through the efforts of these servants that any of you exist today in your physical, chemical conveyance. For had some of the minds of planet Earth continued in their path, all would have been destroyed before this. I am not bragging of the accomplishments of some of the beings from outside your world. I merely state these things because I think you would be interested in knowing. Tonight, there stands among you some beings whom I consider as being great in their accomplishments. I would feel, and do feel, a great humbleness whenever I am in the presence of such a being. I hope that each of you are aware, and that you too feel this great love and humbleness. Now, my friends, I must leave you. May each of you, through your own efforts, accomplish great heights in your search for truth, and may each of you come into a realization of your at-oneness with creation and your Creator. Adonai, my friends. Adonai Vasu Boragas. I am Hatan. Tuesday, December 13th, 1960. Beloved of my being, I greet thee in peace and in love. Love not as you know it, as it is inconceivable in your understanding. I am Nakedi. I come from a point in space far, far from you, in what would be thousands of light years in your measurement of distance. My people, are known in our location as the Sons of Naketi. I have come to your system to study conditions that exist here and to be of help in any way I can find to serve. Our way of life would be inconceivable in the understanding of people of Shan. We understand at oneness. We understand our relationship to our Creator and our relationship with our fellow man. We live in an at-oneness that is really at-oneness. 
Although we possess an individuality or individual intelligence, yet we are able to blend our beings into at-oneness, where I am He and He is I. Could you, my friends of Sean, could you conceive of such blending of consciousness? With blending of this type, you have complete understanding of your fellow man. I have been told you have been seeking understanding, that you are working under a banner, so to speak, of understanding. If this be true, then you are on the threshold of at-oneness. To reach a state such as I have spoken of does not come about in a moment. At the level of understanding that earth man stands today, it shall require great effort to take the step that will begin to open the door to at-oneness, to become one with creation, with life. Realize, my beloved friends of Sean, that the expanse of space is a sea of life, and you, and you, and you, and you, each individual intelligence is a minute part of this sea of life. So great is the vastness of this sea that it is inconceivable. It appears to have no beginning or appears to have no end. And yet, you and I are a minute cell in this sea of life. We must learn to become a conscious part of this sea. When we become conscious of this and make it a part of our consciousness, and it begins to speak to us, and we begin to understand, we begin to know the I am. We begin to know who and what we are. Beloved children, humble yourselves. Bring thy ego under control and begin to blend yourselves into this great sea, knowing that you may become a conscious part of it. Awaken thyselves to the realization of what you are and that all is yours. Begin by joining together in an at-oneness of peace, love, understanding among yourselves. Understanding must begin in a small way if it is to expand into the cosmos. It has been my privilege to be with you and I wish to extend my gratitude to all of you for your kindness in receiving me and to the instrument and his teacher for availing to me this privilege. May your consciousness expand as rapidly as you are able to conceive. Work, my friends. Work. Peace. 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 Thursday, December 15th, 1960. My greetings to you, my friends. It is my pleasure for the first time tonight to speak with you. I have been allotted only a few moments, so I shall take this opportunity to say a few words to my good son here upon my left. You have, my son, 
been granted the opportunity on this evening that you expressed desire for. I should like to say this to you. You have been somewhat troubled by the situation in which you now find yourself. But let me remind you, my son, that nothing happens to you or to anyone by chance alone. Each experience that comes to any of you comes as an opportunity for you to learn by. For your only teacher is experience. And I might add, because of some of the remarks that passed here before your meditation, that the only opportunity for you to prove anything to yourself and, therefore, have a knowing of the situation, you must pass through the experience. For no man knoweth anything lest he experience it. Through these experiences, you are given the opportunity to grow. So, my son, take advantage of every experience that comes your way. In your present situation, release all tension and know, not believe, but know. And what is for you will be. And then become aware, for awareness is important. Be aware of this inner voice that speaks to you. And I do not mean a voice that you will hear, but rather a knowing or a feeling. It is unmistakable. But do not allow your ego or your intellect to dissipate these impressions, I believe you call them. When they come to you, they come suddenly, and when you least expect them. And this is why, my son, it is so important to be aware of these and to follow through. Many individuals have missed great opportunities because they were not aware of what was happening and they did not heed this voice. Each of you have within you a power that can take you through any experience, to use your terms, with flying colors, and cause you to reap great benefits from these experiences. I hope, my son, that my words have been of some encouragement to you. My love and my blessings to each of you. May you go in peace. I go in peace. Questioner, before you go, may I give my love to you also, and I pray that I can follow your guidance much more closely. We thank all of those who come to give us their, or shall we say, share their knowledge and their light. Please thank them for us, and thank you. Source, bless you, my son, bless you, bless each of you, I go. Thursday, December 29th, 1960. Peace be with thee, my friends. I am Anthon. Since it is your custom at this season to extend greetings, I should like to extend to you my greetings. I shall not wish you a happy new year, but rather I shall wish for thee a spiritual new year. 
and I mean by this that I shall hold for each of you a thought that each of you shall grow in spiritual understanding greatly in the coming year. This coming year shall be an eventful and full year for people of Earth. The confusion and turmoil is on the increase, and as it now looks, the increase shall continue through the coming year. Vibrations carry a very, very great importance in your life. To each of thee, it is of great importance to build about you vibrations which we shall refer to as being of a positive nature. Each thought and each deed that is performed by you has a result that emanates from you in vibrations. The sum and total of your thoughts and deeds will be reflected in the vibrations that surround you, and these vibrations emanate into your atmosphere, or your earth envelope, so to speak. The vibrations that are contained in the envelope of your planet are the sum and total of all of the thoughts and deeds of your people. And this, my friends, reacts again by causing events to take place around and upon your planet which are directly relative to the vibrations contained therein. However, this you should know. Vibrations of a positive nature are predominantly stronger than those of a negative nature. So, therefore, you see, my friends, it behooves each of us and every person upon your planet to bring about vibrations that are of a positive nature. He must be aware of his thoughts and his deeds and the results that they bring. He must train himself to use thoughts of love, of goodwill, so that he might build about him a field of vibrations that will bring benefits to him and to his planet as a whole. If 40% of the people of Earth could create about themselves a field of strong positive vibrations, you would see great changes come about upon your planet. Conditions would change rapidly for the better, and more and more of your people would join the throng until there would be great peace, peace that planet Earth has never known. Since it is the custom of your people at this season of the year, I wonder if I could truly say that this is a custom of your people. It is a custom much spoken of, but little practiced. But not to digress, the custom of taking stock of oneself at this time when, theoretically, a new era is to begin, which you call a year. It would be well for each individual to take a complete inventory of himself or herself and honestly, earnestly, check what we are thinking and doing, and then set up for ourselves a new standard to follow through the coming year, one that would lead us into higher vibrations so that we might benefit ourselves and our planet as a whole. Let us discard all thought of anger, of self, of greed. Let us replace these things with thoughts and deeds of love, of understanding, and then observe the change that is taking place in our individual lives. 
as I leave, my friends, I extend to you with all my being my hopes that each of you will make great strides in the coming year in truth, in love, and in understanding. Peace be with thee, my friends. Peace. Peace. Peace.